Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand spanking new episode <laughs> of Team Gomez Podcast. <laughs> we absolutely have missed you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Anthony. I'm Maria. We are Team Gomez. <laughs> yes. So actually, the topic for today is very interesting, kind of piggybacking off of where we left off in season one. Mm. We were doing... Um, conflicting priorities something mm-hmm. versus something else and so now although today's episode is not about a conflicting priority but it is about a conflict um, about which one I think tries to dominate for authority mm. and that is the facts versus the truth dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. like the, the, who wants to be a millionaire wait dun, why dun, did dun. I sound like the the internet which one? Dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> that was such the wrong Sorry. sound. Forgive me. Because <laughs> you said. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, what, was, I, what was that? Porqueria. <laughs> okay. I will. I'm like, what is happening? I can't even remember where it was from. I couldn't even remember where it was from. I'm like, uh. Okay. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. Facts versus truth. Now, some people may be listening and be like, well, aren't they the same thing? No, they are not. I'll give you a great example of how this is brought up in a conflict several times throughout the day for many people. The courtroom. Okay. Mm. The courtroom. You have a defendant and you have the plaintiff. Pretty much the person who is blaming somebody (laughs) and the person who's being blamed who's trying to defend themselves. Now, here's the thing. The facts are the facts for both parties. Yeah. But they are trying to come to two different conclusions on what the truth is. So you have different truths competing, but they're bringing up the same facts. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the deal. How it relates to us on a personal level is like we have things that we go through in our life. You know, circumstances are circumstances. Situations are situations. And it's like... We always hear like, you know, this is just the way it is for me. This is just the way it is for Mm. me. And which I want to be sensitive to that. And and circumstances and everything could be valid. However, the truth is the word of God. So sometimes like the, the facts are the facts. You may be having a really bad day and you don't feel like a son or daughter. Like of the king, of, of, of God. You don't feel like you belong to him. You don't feel saved, you know. But the truth is... You are. (laughs) The truth is you are a son. The truth is you are a daughter. The truth is that you are saved. Regardless if you feel like it or not, the truth is the truth. Now, the facts may still be the facts, but the truth will always be the truth as well. I don't know. As I'm talking, my love, uh, what kinds of things come to your mind where like circumstances may be what they are, but then we rely on God's worth to get the truth. I just think about people who are being persecuted. Mm. Like there's so many people who are suffering. Yeah. But truth is still truth. Like he's still taking care of those people who are being persecuted. Yeah. He's still, you know, comforting those who are still going through it. He's still providing. Yeah. Right? Some of them don't even have the word of God, but he provides Bibles. God is still working in mysterious ways. Yeah. For me, I think so. Truth is truth. Like, yeah, the word never fades. Like, yeah, in spite of whatever circumstance you go to. Exactly. Like the word is the word. Yeah. And it 
God's doesn't return not a God. Void. Yes. And God's not a God who lies. He's not a God who tempts. He's not a God who plays these jokes like psych. <laughs> that was my bad. <laughs> yeah. I predicted that wrong. You know what I yeah. mean? That's <laughs> yeah. That's not God. That's not. It's I think um I think to really understand the balance of this whole thing is really going to the extreme measures. Like it's really hard for you to see what is really a necessity in your life until you've witnessed those who are surviving yes. without um, a key key um, situation or circumstances. This is like when you go to on a mission trip and you're seeing these families and kids who are running around garbage fields, you know. And that's like how in they, the slums, in yeah. In the slums, and that's how that's where they find their food. They do groceries in the trash bins. They make their money through picking the, up trash uh, yeah. cans and stuff like that. Yeah, like it may be hard for you because maybe you missed the phone bill, but there are These people be, out there without right. a phone, but they're still being. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it that you really do need, and is that really a necessity? Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's also we. It brings up the topic of um, are we really content are you content without a car like can you still be thankful and be grateful if you don't have a vehicle or you don't have a phone or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be and really being okay with not having certain things that we may deem as necessary but there are tons of people out there living without them just fine okay. when you look at the extreme circumstances you really get to see like how perspective yeah yeah, how the facts are real the struggle is real um you know the uh late payments and the payment arrangements and the all these other things bankruptcy and getting foreclosed on and Mm -hmm. you know getting your car repo like those are all hard facts like it happens it happens to people like crazy all over the place but the truth is still the truth even in 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 the midst of those hard circumstances even in those moments of where you feel like you may be losing something but still at the same time if you zoom out of your feelings and look at the truth the way the truth is like god is still good god is still faithful. faithful And Amen. he's still writing your story. Like, yeah. he's still working in the midst of your chaos. Yes. Ooh, mira santo. Amen. He's still working in the midst of your chaos. Come on. Like, you could be in the most craziest storm in your life. And mm-hmm. everything looks like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. And you may think, like, what did I do? And it's probably nothing you've done, you know? Yeah. These are just growing pains that we go through these are what god said in his word that we will suffer with him come on but we would also um be in glory with him so there are seasons where it's gonna be hard and it is okay like don't be shocked like why is this happening to me yeah he said things are gonna happen to you that you may not like and that is okay yeah but the best is yet to come. Like, he's trying to get you in the mindset of, this is not my home. Come so I'm, I'm not going to get comfortable, and I shouldn't. Yeah. But we get, at times, just so caught up in... And having things. And having things and working so hard. Not saying, now, let me, 
hear me clearly. There, there's a balance. We're talking about the balance yeah, here. Yeah, like, hear me clearly. I'm not saying that working is bad because we do have to work, right? But there are seasons where God will challenge your priority. Mm-hmm. He'll challenge your idols. How, yes. How much do you love me? Are you willing to give that up for me? For yeah. me? Yeah. All of it for me, you know? I had one of the brothers from church here, and um, he was in the moment feeling discouraged, and his he was struggling in his faith. And when I was kind of like probing, like, okay, what, what's, what's really going, going on? on? Yeah, yeah. Um, and why you're struggling with your faith? Um, it was because of the of the struggle and the fear of being in lack. Mm-hmm. Um, money wasn't coming together like he thought it should be, and. You know, and it's a matter of like the fear of struggling. Like, I don't want to struggle. I don't want to go without. I want to be able to pay everything off. And 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 I think a part of that has to deal with comparison. Because you see other people out there who are making money, who are making good money, and they're able to get so and so and do this and do that and buy this and buy that. And it's like I want to be there things don't work out in my favor the way they work out in somebody else's favor and it's like man i don't want to struggle and so it's because of like man like if god really is god and he really does love me and he really does want to take care of me why am i struggling why do i not have this and this and that and this and this and that and i was trying to tell him i tell him and i was like look god calls us into struggle like when you get saved i was like this this i'm gonna rant a little bit because i'm a little i'm a little passionate about this particular topic <laughs> uh, this, this particular How part of say, the topic go, baby go <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna rant a little bit because i was getting so passionate i was like what gospel was preached to you that said that when you got saved everything's gonna work out in your favor it, <laughs> what gospel was preached to you come on what 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 was preached like? Right. Jesus didn't go on the cross so you could have a nice car. Hello. Jesus didn't bleed and yes. take the chains and the whips and all this other stuff so you can have a nice whip. Right. Like that doesn't work. He didn't do it so you can have a nice house. He didn't have so you can have this accolade and that accolade and this pro- so you can get promoted at your job. So now when you don't get promoted at your job, like you want to blame God, like you dying on the cross wasn't enough because I didn't get the promotion I wanted. Or I didn't get the car Or I didn't get this Or I didn't get that Like that's not real Jesus came And if nobody's ever heard this before Let me just keep it real Jesus came and died on the cross To take the penalty for your sin So that way you can live eternally with him Now the thing is that That's the huge umbrella that we live under There's other things That come alongside that You know Living in the kingdom And you know serving and putting others above yourself like there's other things that kind of like mark you and you become passionate about but understanding like that is the umbrella reason the very general reason why jesus went on the cross it wasn't so you could have a better life here on earth you know if anything jesus calls us to suffer with him and he said it the most frequently in the way of this pick up your cross and follow me the rich young ruler came up to him who loved God. He said, I kept all your commandments. Like, what do I need to do? And he said, Jesus told him, sell, sell everything you got and give it away. Ooh. 
and come follow me. And then what he said after that, it would be hard for like, a rich man. It'd be harder for a camel to enter through the yes. eye of a needle than then, a rich man to yes. enter into heaven because you cannot serve both God and money. So I don't know what gospel was preached to you that said, like, saved people ain't supposed to struggle. Mm-hmm. That is such, I think, you know, when you get into like prosperity messages. Yes, it's a very worldly, but it's also a worldly mindset. Yeah. Because we still trying to get comfortable up in here. We still trying to like, I got to make this money. I got to. And it's like, okay, I hear you. But it's like, why though? Yeah. Like, you just want to live. God called us here not to live comfortably. Yeah. He said, don't make this your home. This stuff is all going to be right. a puff of smoke and moths are going to eat it and everything's going to turn to dust. It's like, this is not your home. And we should be focused more on the eternal. Yeah. We become eternal beings. We need to mm-hmm. keep our eyes focused on things that have eternal value. And I think it says in Colossians, I'm pretty sure. You can comment below what's this verse where it says, keep your eyes on the things above, on heavenly things. Yeah. Not the things of this world, but keep your eyes on on the things of heaven. And it's like, if we keep our eyes on the things of heaven, it, it doesn't really matter how much money we make, right? Or how comfortable we're living. Because it is, it's the, and these are tactics of the enemy, yeah. right? He wants to grip you into feeling like this is your home, man. Like, make more money, be comfortable, slumber, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, kind of be, you know, um, the worldly obese, like just consume and consume and yeah. have all these things. But then at the end of the day, for what? Yeah. Because you're still not happy. I know so many people who work so hard and got all this money and got all these cars and all the, you know, they have it all. They make tons of money and they buy whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And they are not happy. There's there's no purpose because there's There's, no purpose in it. They're not. I mean, I could think of someone that I know who she had. She has money. And she could just buy whatever she want. And mm-hmm. she does. But she struggles with depression. She's not happy. Mm. And the only person who can make her happy in this world is Christ. Mm-hmm. But why? We don't want to fully surrender, right? Why? Because that means, ah, oh, I can't be comfortable anymore. Yeah. Because he requires more than just... You tithing and going to church. Come on. That's not... He wants more than just your attendance. Sorry. He doesn't want... He don't really... Say that that one more again. (laughs) Wait, rewind. (laughs) Say that one more again. He doesn't care about your attendance. (laughs) If your heart's not in it, he don't care. I mean, there's so many people. We just clock in and out. Yes. And we go to church and we do the church thing, right? I was in leadership. And I clocked in and out. I did the whole religious thing as a church leader. Like I looked at my non-denominational, Holy Ghost, spirit-filled, prophetic operating in Mm -hmm. church. And I treated it like religion because it was just a punch in, punch out. Let me go home and then live my life the way I want to. And God doesn't care about that. If there's no surrender or submission. Come on. Outside of the four walls of the church. He don't don't care. Do you. Go and keep doing you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Keep doing you. I mean, and God is so patient and he's waiting. Yeah. He's waiting for you to the day where you fully surrender yourself to him and let him be in control. Yeah. Of what he wants for your life. Not what you want, but what he wants. Yeah. Like, that's what the honest to God truth is. Like, man, we and we just don't know how to be content with Jesus alone. We feel like, okay, so I was asked this question one time. And I was in like a Bible study group. And they asked this question. And I believe um, it, was, it was a matter of like being satisfied. Does Jesus satisfy you alone? And uh, in case you don't know the answer to that question, the, the answer is supposed to be like, yes, Jesus is supposed to satisfy right. all by himself. <laughs> right. Right. So the thing is, is that um, he had us write down what the things we wanted in life, the things that would make us feel happy or things that would make us feel accomplished or things that would make us feel purposeful like um so and then he was like okay now put it like this uh, like an equation like jesus plus whatever equals purpose or fulfillment satisfaction satisfied jesus plus for me like i love like doing media and music and stuff like that so i was like jesus plus music equals satisfied or like jesus plus like marvel movies equals satisfied mm-hmm. you know um and for for you if you're listening to this podcast like what would fill in the blank for you like jesus plus whatever it is that you love to do throughout your day equals satisfied for some things it's not a hobby sometimes it's people jesus plus my wife equals satisfied mm-hmm. jesus plus my kids equals satisfied and or like Jesus plus, uh, you know, money equals satisfied, you know, wh- whatever would fill in the blank. And here's the thing is that like every single he had us do this exercise. And at the end of it, he said, this right here reveals your idols because Jesus alone satisfies. Uh, when Jesus met the woman at the well. Right. He's like, you're asking for water. You drink of this water and you'll be thirsty again. It was like, but if you drink from this well, you'll never be thirsty again. If you drink from this well, which is himself. Mm-hmm. When, in other words, Jesus alone satisfies. Not Jesus plus the right water or right. not the right water or the cleanly water. Whatever the case may be, no matter what it is. No matter what it is, Jesus, the well that doesn't run dry. Jesus alone satisfies looking back on our initial topic facts versus the truth i think where we're coming around full circle is understanding and realizing that although our life may not be the way we want it to be Mm -hmm. circumstances may be hard situations may be hard the struggle is real that in spite of all that stuff, the truth in God's word is always the truth, regardless if you see it or not, regardless if you feel it or not, because faith is doesn't come by sight. You know, we, we walk by faith, not by sight. So we can't make our decisions on how we follow Christ based on the things, based on the circumstances that we can see. 
based on what our bank account says, based on how our spouse is acting, based on how our children are acting, you know, based on how our parents are acting. You know, Christ alone has to satisfy. His word is true no matter what, no matter what. And when our circumstances aren't aligning with the truth, that doesn't mean the truth is wrong. It means we have to change our perspective and really refocus what our priorities and what really matters to us are. Maybe we need to do a checklist on something that we may have brought up, that we have, may have uh, created an idol out of, you know. <sighs> I'm loving this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's good conversation. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time. <laughs> so, um, in closing... Um, you know, if that's you, if you feel like you're in some rough circumstances and it's just not aligning with what the Bible says is the truth, um, the truth doesn't need to change. Let's change our perspective. It's mm, good. Let's change our point of view. Let's change our level of understanding. Let's let's change our faith level. Mm-hmm. You know, let's really come to grips like no matter what our bank account says, like or circumstance or circumstance no matter what again our family is no matter what home the people at home are acting like like god's word is god's word and that's what we're going to stand on you know i'm reminded of the parable of the house built on sand as soon as the storm comes the house is knocked over the house that's built on the solid foundation on the rock when the storm comes the house won't be moved because of the foundation that it's built on and Jesus, his word, that is the solid foundation. Um, if you're trying to build your house or you're trying to build your life on anything other than the right foundation, when a storm comes, it's going to be toppled over because you do, you look more about your situation. You look more about what you can see with your own eyes. You stare more about your circumstances than you did about the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's you today, if you can identify with that, um, Let's just pray. (sighs) Father, we come before you right now, Lord, and I just lift up every single listener to you right now. God, there are people out there in some real struggle, Um, people who may know someone else that's in real struggle. There are people out there who have given their lives and dedicated their lives to you off of false information um, about how you have come so that they can be rich. (laughs) or successful according to the world's definition. Um, But Lord, that's not why you died on that cross. That's not why you took those nails. That's not why you took those lashes. That's not why you wore that crown of thorns. That's not why you stood through it all, all the way to the end. That's not why you um, um, attained the keys of death and victory over death. You didn't, it wasn't for us to have a better title or to have a high social standing. Um, but God, you've called us to be low. You've called us into suffering. You called us into picking up our cross and dying daily. You, pick up, you, you call us to uh, die to ourselves like what we want goes on the back burner. It's not about what we want anymore. It's about what you want. And circumstances are hard. And 
and my wife and I get it. We've been there. Um, we've been there. Times can be very, very hard. And, uh, but we have to rely on your word more than anything else, God. Because it has been your word that has brought us through. And God, we know that if you did it for us, you can do it for the listener, God. You can do it for whoever's hearing this right now. God, you have brought us out of hard things. When we had nothing, God, when we never made enough, God, and you have brought us through every single time. And um, you are faithful in every circumstance, no matter what our situation is, no matter what the bank statement is, what, no matter what, God, you are faithful to your word, God, and your word does not return to you unaccomplished. God, it always sets out, it always accomplishes what it was set out to do. And so, God, I just pray that level of faith over every listener right now. That they would put their faith, their hope, and their trust in the truth of your word. In spite of what their circumstances look like. In spite of what the circumstances are. In spite of the facts. Let them rely on the truth. God, I'll say that one more time. In spite of the facts, I pray that they rely on the truth. That they put their hope, their trust in the truth, God. Because you are trustworthy. uh, I remember, I'm reminded of the scripture that says, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. But God, I thank you, God, that you would never leave us nor forsake us. And I thank you, God, that you let us know that if we drink from your well, God, if we drink from you, we will never thirst again. So, God, with, with that being said, I, I, I quote uh, a lyric of a song that I don't even know if it's based on scripture or not, but I think it is. I just don't know where it's located, but it says, take the world, but give me you. Mm-hmm. Take the world, but give me you, God. You can have all of this. It's yours anyways. Just give me you, God. I'll go through whatever it is I need to go through. As long as I have you at the end of it, God, we press through and we persevere through the struggle. We endure through the hard times, God, because if you're at the end of this race, it's worth it. It's worth it, God. And if we're not at that level, God, I pray that you would help us get to that level where we see you in spite of hard circumstances and say it's worth it because if I'm drawing closer to Jesus, it's worth it. If this is going to make me more like him, if this is going to help build my character and integrity, if it's going to make me look like him and think more like him and respond more like him, then I'll go through whatever it is that the Lord has me go through. As long as I get to be with him and look like him and speak like him and love on others like he does. It's all worth it. So I just pray that over every listener, Lord. I pray that you draw them closer to who you are and where you are, Lord. And do it for all of us, God. All of us, all of us, all of us. Help us to endure. Help us to persevere. Help us to keep the faith. Help us to continue to fight this good fight of faith. Because it's always the facts versus the truth. And it's going to be a faith fight when we're in it. But I thank you for the victory, Lord. I thank you that you 
share that victory with us, God. We can rely on you and you will see us through. Because you keep your promises. And we love you, Lord. We honor you, we bless you, and we surrender to you in every way that you need us to surrender, God. In every area, we surrender, God, to you, to your ways, to your will, and to whatever you say in your word, God. Your will above ours, your ways above ours. In Jesus' mighty name, we ask all these things that the Father would be glorified. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. I'm sorry if it was a little heavy topic today, but it's just something that just we wanted to talk about. I wanted to also bring a disclaimer here. I should have brought it in the beginning. We are not professional counselors. <laughs> we are not professionals in any kind of way. We are just two people who love each other. Yeah. Who love Jesus. And who like to share conversations with people. Mm -hmm. So this is just us having a conversation about the topic. Um, Again, not professional counselors, not legal advice standing here whatsoever. Please don't take what we're saying as legal advice. Be like, oh, well, Team G said. No, 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 no. That's that's not what I'm trying to say. I pray that our words stirred you up and encouraged you Mm -hmm. in your faith and in your walk with Christ. But I'm not your pastor. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're feeling anything, you bring that up to some accountability. You take it up with the Lord. You pray on it. You fast on it. And you just act accordingly however the Lord leads. But I'm just saying. We love you guys. (laughs) So, uh, once again, this is Team G. Signing off. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I love you, baby.